Didn't start yet. Now we're started. Okay. Hello, Knets. This is Season 3, Episode 9 of The Squawk. I'm Nikolai, and I'm with... I'm Teddy. I'm Michael. Today we'll be covering topics such as local businesses, um, is coffee bad for you, and the recent rise of fentanyl in Colorado Springs. Uh, I guess we should start with the businesses, huh? <clears throat> yeah, so how's I'm doing here? wonderful. Uh, not bad. We're <laughs> nice totally not recording this. Yeah. Uh, we're recording this at about 9.13 local time. Yeah. Thank you, we gotta get that established uh, local time. Yeah. So, um, local businesses have a lot of influence, both in Colorado and in the city, and even on base here. Uh, what, so what's everyone's favorite local business, ranging from coffee to food to uh, nefarious schools around the city? Uh, what's your guys' favorite? Uh, I really like the Colorado Mountain Brewery. I think okay. it's uh, it's got a lot of good food. I like their uh, mac and cheese. That's fantastic. Uh, Ready? This is going to sound trashy. <laughs> the uh, on-base gas station. They have a lot of good things there. It's not a local it's business. It's the local. Probably just a Circle K, is it? <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, you're right. Okay. Anyway. Anyway, a 2019 study by the U.S. Small Business Administration reported that small businesses account for 44% of the U.S. economy, a nominal GDP of $5.9 trillion in 2014. Jeez. With, with many local businesses like coffee shops, restaurants, especially breweries, of which there are more than 400 in the state, there are also odd favorites among students. I like to go to Kowati, which is a restaurant located in the old train station downtown, uh, says, it said freshman Brody Hill. I really like Kowati. It's a kind of, uh, not, I don't really want to say rustic, but it's really eclectic and there's like loud music and some and some cool lights going on. I think you, should go, I think you guys should go there. I don't think I've ever heard of this place, so definitely check it out. It's, yeah, it's out on uh, Tihon Street by uh, the Switchback okay. Stadium. Um, my favorite local restaurant is Sugar's, which is also downtown, and I like it because it's served in good portions. It's a nice eclectic place. And uh, her favorite thing to get there is lavender, lavender lemonade. As she thinks it fits any season, senior Shay Anderson said. I've been meaning to go to Sugar's. I haven't yet. Uh, I don't know if you guys have gone yet. Um, I've not. I've been downtown a little bit. Uh, a restaurant that's really good downtown is uh, Oscar Blues, which is an Oscar brewery. Blues. Yeah, yeah they, I've also been meaning to go to Oscar Blues. They have some uh, really I, good uh, fries. Yeah, I bet their fish is pretty good. Let's see. So, you know, local businesses are really important here, and um, breweries run rampant all over the place. Uh, you know, every single every single street, there's always a cool brewery to go check out, unless you're on Austin Bluffs, right, like I was the other day. Um, Nothing. <laughs> no, there is stuff on Austin Bluffs that just suck. Nah, um, <laughs> you know, breweries, restaurants, even, like, even like some stuff like like flower nurseries, they they take the spotlight and they're important to, uh, you know, shop small. You should always shop small when you can. Is my is my view on it? You mean shop local? Yes. Okay. No, no, no. I, I thought because you, you, you can shop small by going to GameStop. <laughs> yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. He's going to GameStop these days. That's my point. Yeah. How dare you? That is offensive. 
Anyway, speaking of coffee shops... Ah, thank you for the transition. So, as you guys probably know, as a student, caffeine is basically what we thrive on. It helps us get through assignments, that last minute essay grinding you have to do. It would really basically revolve around coffee. Um, I mean, yeah, it's a... Oh, I, I have buddies and stuff who just drink so many energy drinks. Jeez, it's not healthy for you. Yeah, I don't drink coffee that often as I can pretty much survive. I can survive without it, but, you know, I drink it every now and then. Same thing with, like, Red Bulls and stuff. Uh, everything's okay in moderation. Just, you know, be mindful. Which brings up my main point. Yeah. I found that throughout the school, a lot of people don't really know how to manage their moderation. And I've seen people talk about three to four monsters a day, not thinking there will be any repercussions. Oh my, that's how you have a heart attack. That's how you die at If you check any of the trash cans, I bet you you're going to find at least like a trash bag full of monster cans. So, <laughs> it is going to kill you one day. Well, I mean, well, I mean, and coffee is far more far healthier than than energy drinks i mean you can you can have coffee every day i mean it's not like out of the out of the ordinary for people to have coffee every day yeah when you look at the the, the caffeine like uh amount in coffee compared to to like bang or something i think like the average cup of yeah. coffee is what like 60 milligrams of caffeine yeah i, I wouldn't bang, be surprised like, if a bang is like 300 yeah <laughs> bang is like 400 i think that is an absurd amount of caffeine yeah, well, if I have a Red Bull every now and then, I always get, like, the small ones, and I always get the blueberry <laughs> ones because they're the best. But... I used to drink a lot of bags. Oh, I still have the occasional monster, but, like, I don't drink one every single day whenever, like, top of the hour. Yeah, I, I think the last time I had a Red Bull was um, in March last year, so it's been a year. That's not bad. Um, it's just... Yeah, a lot of people are... Um... I'm gonna say this nicely. They're terrible with uh, impulse well, control. He's right. so they'll they'll be like, they're, they're, "Oh man, this stuff tastes good. Let me drink more and more and more." I don't know. The one monster I had tasted like absolute crap. I don't know. You can have that and say it actually tastes good. So monsters don't taste bad. It's Red Bull that tastes bad. To me. It's all personal opinion here, here fellas. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah, Teddy, have you ever? Ah, uh, yes. I was wanting to talk about the fact that coffee contains an addictive chemical, which is why it's often drunk so much, and why Starbucks profits so much off of teenagers who depend on this stuff to kind of survive. Totally, it's totally not their twenty-eight. Oh no, not that. It's not their you know inflating capitalism. No, it's the it's the teenagers. Ah. Oh. We gotta, we gotta get their money, you know, their two dollars an hour income from working at GameStop for two hours a day. Yeah. <laughs> so you'll get four. You'll get four dollars. How how much is the average paycheck? Like twenty bucks. That is. That's a really good paying job. <laughs> well, it's GameStop. So you guys don't have to like look after. And, and tend to any customers, so it's pretty much just you sit there. And I know some people games. who like look after live animals and they get paid like ten bucks an hour. 
It is. Yeah. That is not. That's not our topic, though. We're not gonna get into that. Right no, now. That's a yeah. later date. But uh, it is kind of surprising how these kind of people get away with how addictive coffee is and just giving out to the public without warning them that this can seriously harm you. Like, the amount that you consume on a daily basis, I'd say, let's say an average human drinks about, like, two cups, one in the morning, one in the afternoon. About over a year, that's quite a lot of coffee. But think about people who work, like, night shifts and stuff. They have to drink more than the average amount of caffeine. So just take it. Yeah, well, oh, you, yeah. You, well, I mean, you look at it, and it's, uh, what'd you say, Mike? Like, 60 milligrams in a cup of coffee? Of caffeine? Something like that, uh, that's just guesstimating. So, if it's um, just guesstimating, we'll just say, you know, 120 milligrams of caffeine versus one yeah. bang that has, like, 400. Yeah, it's, it's 300. That's still insane, though. I actually, uh, my mom, I believe it was, uh, used to work night shifts. Every single time I'd see her off in the afternoons, I would see at least two bangs just sitting in her bag. And I was wondering, when is that going to catch up to you? Because I get that they're working them at, like, during nighttime, and that's not exactly the best. But two bangs, really? Yeah. Wow. Um, it's just, it, it's, I think it's also like a societal thing. I mean, like, we've kind of put a lot of pressure on tobacco and stuff being like, oh, this stuff's going to kill you. It's addictive. It's addictive. But we've not had that same energy put behind coffee. Like, everyone just says, oh, it's coffee. And then when... Yeah, well, like, I don't think coffee is that bad. I think it's just kind of, we need better, in my opinion, we need better education on energy drinks, really. Oh, yeah. Well, no, no, I mean caffeine, I should have said, not coffee. Yeah. Um, cause it's like we, we were putting such a focus on all these other harmful substances and then like a lot of adults will talk about the fact that they get a headache when they don't drink uh, caffeine for a day or something and it's like, yeah, that's not good. Yeah, you know. Speaking, yeah, speaking of, of addiction, drugs, Mike. Uh, yeah, this is a lot less cheerful of a subject. Welcome to um, the dark side. In recent years, well, in recent months, I should say there has been a massive influx of um, fentanyl into the springs where we live and we've been hitting, getting bitten hit real hard with it. Um, and pretty much what it's been used as is to cut drugs and make them more powerful. Or, well, what, they, what you think is more powerful. Um, and it's such, it's so deadly in such a small amount that it often will be they won't notice it until they die from it i mean it's the amount that's like on a pinhead is how much can kill you it's awful and to see it kind of make a resurgence because uh, is terrible it's um hard to see and watch and all this happen and it makes me question like what's being done to do with it deal with it and stuff and what solutions we could have done with it um i was talking to one of my friends um about it and he was just talking he's like yeah we need to incentivize clean rooms and stuff which do you guys know what clean rooms are i don't believe so what exactly are they okay uh, uh no problem it's it's uh, not a lot of people do so a clean room is a kind of a government funded facility or like a, a funded facility 
that helps people get off drugs by giving them a uh, access to said drug, but it's getting it's a smaller and smaller uh, amount like every time they go to get a hit, and so it incentivizes them to kind of get off slowly and not quit cold turkey like a lot of uh, people try and do but fail because that's it's really hard. Sick, really, yeah. Yeah, it depends on the type of thing, but um, it can get you sick, and so it can get you sick, and obviously you'll heal eventually. But you know, getting sick for anyone's not a good thing. No. Whereas in a clean room, you're in a very, like, well-documented uh, area. They know exactly what you're doing. They can see you. I mean, yeah, sure, it's invasive on your privacy, but it's going to get you off the drug, and it's going to get a lot of drugs off the street. Um, and he brought up a good point about it. They've actually done this in Portugal. And it's surprising to me that how effective it's been there. Um, and see it and it makes me think we should probably do something here because it will incentivize people to not do drugs and get clean off the drugs so then the people who are cutting their drugs with fentanyl won't have anybody to sell to and this whole issue kind of end um it, well it'll it'll definitely be like cut but i don't oh, think absolutely. it'll really truly end for a, for a long time um yeah uh no i think you're right it's it's not something that you can easily do by any means. I'm not trying to claim that, um, but I mean, the uh, the Colorado government is trying to hit hard with it. Uh, a few days ago, I think they were trying to uh, make any amount of fentanyl, like if you're dealing or whatever, a a felony, to kind of disincentivize the use of fentanyl because. It's killing a lot of people. Um, it's just it's horrible to see, and yeah, I hope it, one day we can get it done. Yeah, I'm hoping you know one day we can we can all get this done, and, and one day that you know this is a normal thing that we teach to people, in that you know drugs are not just bad for you, but they'll you know destroy you know not just your social life or, or your physical life, but you know they'll destroy your chances of ever achieving anything and you need to you need to fix that sooner or later sooner than rather rather sooner than later Teddy you said you're uh, yes there. both my parents work in medical fields no oh. um so have you seen has your mom told you about like anything coming in related to fentanyl I don't believe so uh right now she's working in a covid treatment facility so it doesn't really apply, oh, okay. but <laughs> personal experience no. is uh, definitely just, big. Sorry, I thought she was. Oh no, it's just okay. Working in like a regular uh, emergency unit or a wing or whatever, um, but it, it's it's hard to see. And I bet, like, if you ask your mom about it, she'd have some really good insight on it, just because she's probably seen some stuff over her time, uh, and yeah. Ooh, I will say, <clears throat> uh, not this terror, I myself have seen it, because uh, both my parents grew up in Kentucky, which is a, sadly a very drug-fueled place. It's not very nice to see. I've known many family members that I've just kind of not really gotten to know super well, but just seen as drugs take over their life and just seen the downfall of how addictive and how harmful they can be. Um, that's why I think it's... Oops, sorry. Go ahead. 
No, I no. You can finish what you were saying. It's, I was just making a comment about time. Oh, um, yeah. That's why I think it's it's important we incentivize people getting clean. And obviously, like, you throw them in jail for having like an ounce of something. It's not going to change the change it. You need to encourage change on a more understanding level than what we currently have. I completely. Uh, and I think, oops, sorry. Go ahead. And I completely agree with that statement, Mike. As, as, Abraham Lincoln, as Abraham Lincoln once said, mercy bears richer fruits than strict justice. And I feel like an, an, an education and, an, and a, uh, you know, logical insight into the dangers of using these drugs, I think, is going to be more effective than just jail time. Absolutely. Um, well. I think we're running a bit low on time. Yeah, uh... So that's kind of a dark note to end on, but <laughs> it's a it's just, an important one. It's an important absolutely. one for the city and an important one for the school. Make sure you don't buy drugs uh, from people like that aren't pharmacists. This is a this is a Jetstream yeah. Journal approved message. This is our life lesson. Exactly. Um, so when, I, I'm gonna oh. get off my soapbox now. And I'll, uh, so I'll let you guys wrap it up. This was, this was season three, episode nine of the Squawk, and uh, we hope you will tune in next time, kids. Have a good day. Goodbye.